If you enjoy Champions for Children, be sure to check out the new podcast from Nemours Children's Health, Well Beyond Medicine. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or at NemoursWellBeyond.org to continue hearing the stories of anything and everything related to the 80% of child health impacts that occur outside the doctor's office. And now, the episode of Champions for Children you requested. Enjoy! The radiology definitely has a tradition behind it. My grandfather and uncle were both radiologists as well. I'm Carol Vassar, welcoming you to another edition of the Nemours Champions for Children podcast. A moment ago, you heard the voice of radiologist Dr. Lauren Averill, chair of medical imaging at the A.I. DuPont Hospital for Children in Wilmington. In a few minutes, she'll share with us more about how she happened to go into radiology. And yes, family has something to do with it. We'll also hear from Sherry Berryhill about the team of behavioral health clinicians and support staff she works with at the Nemours Children's Specialty Care Clinic at the Wolfson Children's Hospital in Jacksonville. Right now, though, we turn our attention to an office just behind the coffee stand near the outpatient entrance of the A.I. DuPont Hospital for Children in Wilmington. Here you'll find the home of the Nemours Delaware Valley Family Financial Support Team and the desk of Tina Bruce, who, like many on her team, is part detective, part mathematician, part legal scholar, part magician, and completely dedicated to our patients and their families. I'm a family financial advocate here at Nemours. I help uninsured and uninsured families to obtain financial assistance. And the way that we do that is by charity care, medical grants. We help them with Medicaid enrollment assistance. We also um, offer them options of payment plans. And we just look for, for resources for the families, you know, whether they have insurance or not. We just look for resources for families to help to put their mind at ease because when they're coming to us, they're coming to us because usually it's they need to know information about, you know, cost of care and it can be overwhelming or they need visits and they can't afford the care, can't be seen because they don't have insurance. So we try to be resourceful for these families. And it sounds like part of it's a little detective work. Oh, a lot of it is detective work. And my manager, she corrects me, Paula German. She always tells me, like, we always bounce things off each other. Sometimes she'll call me or email. She's like, what do you, do you have this in your bag of tricks? Like, we're looking for information. Like, she'll say, do you have, she says, I have a bag of tricks. Like, do you have any information? Do you know anything about this? And we do a lot of detective work. Like, if we can't find it in our source of information, we're Googling it. We're asking each other. We're reaching out to other departments because sometimes we just don't want to take no for an answer. You know, like if someone is above income. Like I had a mother that a single mom, I, I'll never forget this one. She was a single mom and had to work two jobs to get the overtime to pay for the bills, you know, for her and her son. And she couldn't even qualify for our financial assistance program. We did give her 50% off, but that just, it upset me so much because she said the only reason she was working overtime was to pay the bills. And when I tell you, I, I did everything that I could to look for resources and to help her, you know, I just try to do every single thing that I can. We all try to do everything, single thing that we can and utilize all resources. So my favorite part is getting someone qualified for assistance who didn't even know that assistance was an option. 
you know, especially when it was Medicaid, I get so excited. I squeal. I'm telling you, like I, I tell um, my manager, I'm like, it's twinning, you know, especially when we get them winning, for, you know, approved for Medicaid and it covers retroactive balances. So yes, whenever we can get someone approved for Medicaid or our charity care programs, I'm so happy for families. You know, I just, I'm happy because you can hear it in their voices. Like that's something that they don't have to worry about. And they're so grateful. I'm telling you, out of the calls I've had today, I've had about three people in tears this morning telling me how grateful they were. One dad, his daughter has a tumor, you know, and he had an insurance concern that we found out it's it's been approved. And he said, I cannot tell you how wonderful Nemours is. He said, everybody is wonderful. Literally, everybody is wonderful. And he said, and my daughter is going to be fine. They have a long road ahead. And here now I'm worried about this medical bill. And now it's going to be covered. It's a wonderful position to be in. When they win, we win. Tell me a little bit about your team. Who are they? Who do you work with? How do you work with them? I'm guessing from what you've alluded to that you guys are close. Yes. My manager always says she calls us small but mighty. Like she even had a picture up on her huddle board one time of Mighty Mouse. It was so funny, but I thought that that was great. Um, And the reason I say that is because we're a team of about um, 11 of us. There are financial advocates, there's Medicaid specialists, there's four Medicaid specialists, there's two people for an accounts receivable team. So that small team um, with all of us, we are all fluid in what we do in terms of helping each other and helping the families. So my main role is to help families that are uninsured and underinsured and screening families. But once I identify that perhaps they could qualify for Medicaid, I will consult with one of our Medicaid specialists to help with that. And just as the same, if they find one of our Medicaid specialists that a family is above income for Medicaid, then they work with us um, so that we can get the charity care. And there are some days that it can be stressful because like I said, you, you know, you have families that, you know, they have these medical bills or they need a visit now, you know, and they don't want to talk to you about why they don't have insurance. You know, or they'll say they'll just pay these high bills when we're trying to explain to them, like, look, you might qualify for charity care. We don't want you to pay more than you have to, if anything at all. So we we all work together to help the families um, to educate them on their balances, what programs they may qualify for. And sometimes it can be emotional because especially when you have very sick children and there's time is of the essence, just as emotional if a family isn't approved and you tried your best to, to help them. And we've gone in each other's offices sometimes to talk to some each other and to, to lift each other up. And what I like the most about our team is that we all have different backgrounds, right? So I came from the emergency department. I was a patient service representative. We have some of our team that are authorization specialists. One person came from behavioral health. There's some people that are billing and some people that used to work for the state with Medicaid. But we all kind of pull on each other, you know, to use our knowledge so that we can help families and then just improve processes that we currently currently have. So I think that we work really well together. Some days are tougher than others, but you know, when you're talking about balances and people's family and getting children care and, you know, it, it can be that way sometimes, but I think that we all come back together and, and, and we support each other. Is there anyone on the team you'd like to recognize? Oh, you're trying to get me in trouble. Um, <laughs> I think our entire team really does a great job. And I, I genuinely mean that. We all do a great job. You know, we all do our best, I feel like, every day. And But, you know, there is there is one person. Um, her name is Chanel, Chanel DeBright. And she's um, a new financial advocate. She came from behavioral health. And she just started working with us back in 
January. But Chanel, she's very resourceful. She's even brought some things to our team that we didn't know about certain programs and grants. Well, she had a call um, about a month ago. There was an older lady and she called um, our department by mistake, which, you know, some people could have just said, you know, well, sorry, you know, wrong number, good luck. But in conversating with this woman, Chanel, you know, got more information and found that she was recently diagnosed with cancer and she needed transportation on how to get to her doctor's visits because she didn't know. So Chanel took the extra time to look up information for the American Cancer Society, get more information. She did find they offered assistance for many things, including transportation. So then she gave um, the lady the number. She conferenced them directly to get help. And so she was able to get help with the ride. You know, and so things like that, you know, where many people like you, you can be exhausted some days, but she didn't do that. She took the extra time to look, to Google, to, to help this lady who has cancer. And now it's one less thing that she'll have to worry about. And I thought that was awesome. Tina Bruce is a family financial advocate at the A.I. DuPont Hospital for Children in Wilmington. It's true that Dr. Lauren Avril comes from a family with a deep and abiding commitment to medicine. As we heard earlier, her grandfather and great-uncle were radiologists, as is Dr. Averill herself. She happens to be the chair of radiology at the A.I. DuPont Hospital for Children. In fact, the heritage of pursuing a medical career in her family goes unbroken for three generations. Her father is an OBGYN, her mother an OB nurse. But her reasons for choosing medicine, and radiology in particular, go far beyond family tradition. When I was in medical school, I really just loved investigating the the puzzles, the mysteries in medicine. And I I really liked the way that radiology let you kind of piece the story together and answer some questions for the patient. And I liked the fact that you can have one um, question, work through it, and then move on to the next. I liked that part of that pace of radiology. When I was deciding what to go into, I kind of really liked a little bit of everything. But ultimately, I decided radiology was the place that let me interact with all different parts of medicine, but still be that specialist answering those sort of interesting questions. Pediatric radiology is one of the few areas in radiology that you get to be a specialist and a generalist at the same time. So I get to do fluoroscopy, ultrasound, MRI of the brain, CT of the abdomen, all these different things, uh, which are really fun and interesting, but yet I'm still um, a specialist in the area of pediatrics. In a private practice setting, you might have um, more of a wide variety, but if you wanted to truly be in an academic top tier type of organization, you would be much more subspecialized and only generally looking at a certain body part or a certain type of modality, and you wouldn't get to do that whole breadth of radiology. The Delaware Valley Radiology Group that Dr. Avril leads totals 17. Put that together with pediatric radiologists on site in Jacksonville and Orlando, and two teleradiologists based in Pittsburgh and Minnesota, and Nemours has one of the largest pediatric radiology groups in the U.S. By leveraging modern telemedicine technology, the practice as a whole can provide coverage for all patients needing their services. We are very much set up to do that now that we are integrated with our computers across the entire enterprise. I can just as easily read a chest x-ray in Jacksonville as I can here in the Delaware Valley. So that is 
what we do on a daily basis now, especially in those um, second and third shift timeframes where we don't need the you know entire group to be working. We just need a few key people keeping tabs on the entire enterprise. So it lets us do that. It lets us scale up across the whole enterprise and provide really high-level care 24-7. And when you get to a certain level of volume, it allows you to support having a full radiologist covering overnight. So we have a um, team of overnight radiologists, three people who share that specific role. And that individual covers um, the three main hospitals of Nemours overnight. Each hospital individually would not be able to have enough volume to support that, you know, really highly skilled emergency radiologist. But when we combine all together, that person's actually really, really productive during that night shift. So it allows us to have that level of care, which you expect from a top tier organization like Nemours. A top tier organization that recognizes that providing the right medical care at the right moment takes many people with different talents and skills. We have a whole team of radiologists who have different areas of expertise and subspecialty. But beyond the radiologists, we have an amazing team of technologists who are really skilled in their particular areas. We have a um, dedicated interventional radiology team with three IR doctors, two physician assistants, and multiple IR technologists. Then we have our MRI group, which is my home. We have excellent MRI schedulers, folks who have gone and had extra training for MRI safety. And uh, we work really closely together to make sure we're doing the right things for the kids and keeping everybody safe in the MRI environment. And then we have our nurses as well and child life. I mean, a lot of people get to come through radiology, so we get to see a lot of the hospital. Is there one fellow associate, either on your team or maybe not on your team, who kind of stands out? I know everybody does discretionary effort. That's one of the hallmarks of Nemours. But is there one that stands out in your mind that you can tell me about and maybe name? Sure. Oh, gosh, there's so many. One person who is just so invaluable to me, her name is Laura Gooch, and she is the MRI manager I am continually impressed with how she manages all the different facets of her job. And she, at least on appears to have every last detail at her fingertips at all times. She manages the personnel, the training of everybody, and makes sure that we are running smoothly all day long when there's always a curveball coming down the pike in MRI because our schedule's already tight, but it's such a hot commodity that we try to squeeze on ER patients, inpatients, shifting people around, working with the sedation and anesthesia schedule. It's, it's a very complex part of our practice, just making MRI work. But on top of that, she um, really keeps amazing tabs on all the other projects that are happening in MRI, whether it be training, whether it be research projects that are happening, protocol development, making sure that we have the most up-to-date equipment uh, and protocols available. She really keeps it running so smoothly. Um, I don't know what I would do without her. Dr. Lauren Averill is the chair of radiology with the AI DuPont Hospital for Children in Wilmington. Early intervention often brings about better outcomes when dealing with any illness, including one of the mind. The National Institutes of Health estimates that about 10% of children and young people have mental health problems so significant that, left untreated, would impact them into adulthood. 
The Department of Psychology and Psychiatry at the Nemours Children's Specialty Care Clinic at Wolfson Children's Hospital in Jacksonville knows this and works daily to provide kids with the coping skills and other treatments they need to battle a variety of mental health issues. It truly takes a team of people, and Administrative Assistant Sherry Berryhill is a vital part of that tight-knit team. My team is awesome. They love what they do, and they love working together. They're very considerate. They just want to make each other successful. We do what we need to do to make sure everybody's supported to be successful. I have 13 providers on psychology and psychiatry side. And then there are um, three staff, which is me. Then we have an MA, Tasha, and then we have an RN, Christina. So the three of us basically work with our providers in clinic and um, do what they need to do to make it successful for them to see their patients. It's a great team. I just love being here. We care about each other. We care about our patients. And I think because of that, we're, we are a successful group. Do you see yourselves as a fully integrated team? Definitely, yes. So I am so happy to be working here. I have amazing providers, amazing staff that I work with. It's a great feeling to be part of this team. I just, it's great. Is there one perhaps that I know everybody goes and gives discretionary effort at all times, um, but is there one maybe situation and one colleague, associate, fellow associate who you kind of want to call out and say, this was extraordinary. And this example of discretionary effort just stuck with me. Is there somebody like that that you want to tell us about? So my team is extraordinary. They always go above and beyond. They're even with me, with our patients, with other team members, they're amazing. But I think one person that always just sticks out to me, she's not in our clinic, but she works with our clinic. Um, She's our registration person at the front. Her name is Crystal Barger. She knows our patients. They knew her when she shows up. They know her name. She knows their name. She's just very into our kids, and she just goes above and beyond. She, When they have birthdays, she'll have a little present for them or a trinket. When they're having a bad day, she knows it, and she will talk to them and you know, give them a high five or whatever. But she just goes above and beyond. She, she's very personable and cares and loves her, loves her job and loves her kids. Are there any kids or family stories that sort of, without going into great detail, due to privacy, uh, especially in the the psych end of the world that stick out in your mind? So one that always sticks out in my mind is a patient that we had that was um, schizophrenic. And when she started coming to see us, she was not a happy person. She was quite violent. She was having a hard time with life and with anybody around her and things. So um, when she first started coming, it was, it was a complete scary experience for her and even for us sometimes. But after treatment and and care that she was getting from our providers and from our team, we were working with this patient and with her parents. She is now functioning. She's got a, she's an A student in school. She's a member of the band. She's goes on youth trips with um, her church group. We were able to help her. So that's a good experience. I think about her all the times when I'm like, okay, what are we doing here? And then I realize, okay, this is what we're doing here. While the kids and their families benefit from the expertise and the closeness of this Nemours team at work, it's a team whose members look out for one another as well. And Sherry has learned that firsthand. 
I do have a mother that lives with me and she is, has a lot of medical issues and things. So I'm, I need to take her to the doctor's appointments and things. So I, I guess I've never felt like I couldn't ask off because I needed to take care of my mother. You know, I've always just said, I need to take this time off. I need to be gone. I got to take my mom to a doctor. And it's never been, can you reschedule that? Or can you find another day? It's always been, oh, definitely. You know, is everything okay with your mom? Is there something we can do? So my experience here is they understand that I work a job, but they also understand that I have a life. And um, I'm encouraged to be part involved in both. Um, but I've never, ever felt like I couldn't take the time that I needed. If I need to, I, I feel comfortable in asking. What's your favorite part of the work you do each and every day? I think it's the people I work with. They make my life easier. They make my job easier. They're just easy, good people working to work with. Sherry Berryhill is an administrative assistant in the Department of Psychology and Psychiatry at the Nemours Children's Specialty Clinic at Wilson Children's Hospital in Jacksonville. Another podcast is at its conclusion, but not before I've had the chance to thank our guests, Tina Bruce, Sherry Berryhill, and Dr. Lauren Avril. The floor is now yours. That is, your opportunity to tell your Nemours story is as simple as emailing podcast at Nemours.org. That's podcast at Nemours.org. Tell us a bit about yourself, your team, and of course, your story, so we can share it with the entire Nemours enterprise. Production assistance comes from Peter Adebi and Deborah Griffin. Music is courtesy of Blue Dot Sessions in Fall River, Massachusetts. Listen and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast app or simply ask your smart speaker to play the Champions for Children podcast. Before we say goodbye, we have words of wisdom from Tina Bruce. These words actually come from her mother, who's a nurse at Christiana Hospital in Newark, Delaware. So, yeah, she always says, you know, remember the mission of where you are and make sure that you work as if that family were your own. I'm Carol Vassar. Thanks for joining me for this edition of the Nemours Champions for Children podcast. Until next time, please stay well, stay safe, and thank you for all you do for the children we serve.